down for five minutes, close your eyes, not if you're driving, please, close your eyes and just, just take a deep breath in and think of a really special place in, in your own personal self. Think of that, take a deep breath in. And when you find that nice place, that's where you'll be able to go when you go to sleep. It's a lovely, it's lovely. We're here with Mandy Garrard and she is special, a specialist in insomnia and the knock-on effect it has on many aspects of your life. And we're going to be talking today about resetting your body time clock, setting up a calm and restful bedroom, technology and sleep tricks to stop snoring and so much more. Mandy, glad to be talking to you. Ah, Robert, it's great to meet you. How are you? I am super fantastic and I am I'm well rested to be on brand with you. There's no one I've been hitting the caffeine too hard. I know I'm too old for all-nighters. I know I need seven or eight hours of sleep and on regular hours. So I'm doing my best to impress you as far as doing some of the common sense sleep habits. You are amazing. And I gather that you don't sleep with your phone next to the bed. You never take your computer to bed. I wish. Uh, I do have my phone near the bed. I know that it's bad. Luckily, it's I have to reach a little ways to get to it. It's usually on airplane mode. Uh, it's face down. It's mostly there just for my alarm. And I make sh I'm, I know that's not a plus score, but I know that it's bad to throughout the night, pick up your phone and check it because then the lights in your face and you're stressed out by the notifications. So I do have the phone near the bed, but I do know it's bad. And I try not to use it too much. Good man, good man. You've learned, you've learned very well. I'm glad to hear that because we we had done, or I had moved from a life where I did a lot of work in the beauty salon and regeneration and a lot of the things that we learned back then with massage and everything was how the mind works and how the and more so how the body works and how the body clock was so important to the regeneration of the skin. Nine o'clock at night, that's the best time to put your skincare on. And I always thought, hey, that's a bit weird. Like I go to bed till later. So really you should run upstairs, put your night cream on because that's when your body starts to turn around and starts regenerating. And probably uh, un unlikely for most of us, it's the best time to go to bed because that's when you're going to wake up fit, healthy, sharp, looking great in the morning. We moved from the beauty area and into the, I moved into a bedding store and it was a really funny thing to do. I got a bit headhunted and moved from, I always did the beauty stuff, but I got headhunted to move in and open up some bedding stores. And I started this quest of why these people are coming in saying to me, oh, I need a new bed because I can't sleep. I can't sleep at night. I need a new pillow. I've got 40 pillows at home. Some of the amazing people have bought so many things just searching for that answer, S searching. And it came to my attention that really the answer wasn't the bed and the pillow. So it certainly helps, but the answer is what they're saying to themselves. Like, I need a new pillow because I can't sleep at night. Boom doesn't matter whether the pillow is a thousand dollar pillow you've already told yourself you can't sleep at night like your subconscious is so strong so I worked really heavily on how to change my thinking how to change people's thinking into talking positively to themselves because it's not just it's not just other people that hear what you say 
that's important. It's important to say nice things to everybody, but it's really important to say nice things to yourself, to say, I love my sleep. That I say that every day. I get into my bed and I go, oh, this is so good. I love going to sleep. And I'm asleep in two seconds. It's a, I think I've hypnotized my mind. And the power of that thinking is so good. In people that I worked with for many years have the same story, just a different person. It's a funny thing. They would come in and they'd have dark circles under their eyes and their skin would, it was like dehydrated and dry and husband and wife would walk in and I go, hi, how are you going? How can I help you today? And I'd look at him and I go, you're not sleeping at all, are you? And boom, she was happy with her mattress, but he couldn't sleep. He was tossing and turning and couldn't, not functioning. And you could see by the look in his face and just the way his whole demeanor was, like his head was down, his shoulders were turned. And it's not hard to pick your chin up, put your shoulders back and and do something good about yourself to find that those little tiny things make such a difference. Robert, I find our human mind is an amazing thing and, and I'm certainly no psychologist. Our mind forgives during the day when our conscious person takes over. So that restless night that our subconscious has been having, because you've already told it, I wake up every night at one, oh, I need to go to the toilet three times a night. And, you know, bingo, you do. And you wake up in the morning and your conscious body forgets that struggle that you've been having in hours of the night. You might've got some sleep, but it's wake asleep, but wake asleep. And your conscious body forgives that subconscious mind and just gets on with your day. And we forget that one of the most important things for recovery and regeneration for our work, for our home life, for our marriage, for our kids is to sleep well. And, and because our conscious body, if you like to put it that way, like there's the two of us, your conscious body actually forgives and just gets on with it and digs the garden and goes to work, travels on the train, does all your stuff that you need to do during the day. And then at nighttime, hello. Conscious needs to go to sleep and subconscious takes over again. And we need to make them work together. We need to, we can't make your conscious body. And the only way you can do that is to control your subconscious in these type of things. Positive affirmations and all those funny little everyday things that people say all the time actually work if you apply them. That's deep. That's a lot to think about this negative self-talk <laughs> concept that can creep in so many ways, right? It can creep in terms of negativity and the self-induced stress that you fall asleep with. And then surprise, you wake up with it or nightmares or have broken sleep because of it. And then also this negative self-talk of saying, maybe it's my pillow that's the problem. Maybe it's the mattress that's the problem when really yeah. maybe it could be just not applying all of these habits. And it's, it's, so it seems like Whenever I look this up, like better sleep habits, and you mentioned about things like falling asleep quickly and all those, you always find these lists, right? And they say these things that they're like, like a common sense list, but it seems so simple that I'm thinking, oh, it's so simple, I don't even do it. And it's like, they say these things like the hours before bed, don't drink caffeine or stay away from the computer or from the lights. And I've noticed that it took me many decades 
to get used to, okay, when I wake up, I'm laying like this. And when I fall asleep, I'm, la I'm laying like this. And I figured out like a pillow that works and which side of the bed and the temperature and the fan and all these attributes. So is it that simple? Is it a, is a matter of figuring out the attributes or following a handful of habits? Or how do we get this really good sleep that you're mentioning, especially the falling asleep quickly? Because I, I fall asleep quicker than I used to, but I would love to be able to just on command in seconds just get that done. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. We look towards going in, a, going, putting yourself in a bubble. You need to go, okay, why am I not falling? You need to understand and recognize before you go to bed why you don't sleep. What is it? What is it that I've done during the day? You can write your little hand notes. What is it? I didn't sleep last night. You actually have to really force yourself to say, why didn't I fall asleep last night? Or why am I so restless? What's creating these dreams and these nightmares that come along? And you have to retrace your steps a little bit and you go, ah, oh, that dream came, that crazy dream came because I there was a trigger that I saw. Something triggered my mind to create this bizarre dream that came along. And it bothers you that you can't remember it. But you can certainly work out why, if you're conscious enough to work out why, to go to sleep at night, to have that pat. There's a lot of little tricks. Tomorrow is always busy. Write a little note down of what you're going to do tomorrow. That's a great way before you go to bed, clean the bucket, tip the bucket onto a piece of paper and say, right, at 30, get up, shower or walk or gym, or don't forget to have breakfast. It's really important to your diet, your full health routine and I must get some sunshine today. When am I going to do that? 12 o'clock, I've got lunchtime, then I can shoot outside and do that. And at the end of the day, the best thing to do is look at that list and you go, tick, tick, oh, I missed that one, tick, tick, there's always tomorrow to get that. And you turn around and you go, good job, like you did a good job. And when you do that, simple things, if you pat yourself on the back and give yourself acknowledgement for even just trying, getting a couple of things across the line, you can feel you smile because you're laughing at yourself for saying it, but you can feel the endorphins start to release and you go, hey, I did a good job. I'm going to do that again tonight. Write those little things down. Certainly put that phone and turn it on silent because I, I think our subconscious hears much more than we hear. So any of those little emails that come in through the night, any that, that little beep that happens or that click that happens, the bank will send you a message or something at some crazy time of night. And that's what that's the harm. And yes, the alarm, I understand the alarm. And yes, having a clock in the room is probably not the right thing. To start off simply, write yourself those little notes, clean your slate for tomorrow. So you go to bed with a clean mind. Make sure your room isn't cluttered. Have it, it's your own personal little palace. Make it dark, make it cool. Don't forget when you sleep, you do get cold. So have that extra blanket that you can pull up over yourself. So you can snuggle on down, make sure that there's no disturbances and certainly no clutter keep, keep your floor clean and you walk in there. Maybe you can burn a bit of essential oils, a bit of calming stuff that reminds you, Hey, I had a good sleep last night. We used to use this on our pillows we put a little drop of lavender or a little, you know, there was a couple of lessons, tricks and jasmine on it as well. And you just rub it on your pillow because the, once you get your senses working, during the day, you can have a little bit of essence on you. It's, it's a whole it's a whole bucket of things we can do. 
and you can smell that you go into a big meeting and you can put this up smell that little essence and you go oh yeah I remember how calm I was last night when I had that really great sleep I'm in control I do a great job you walk into that room and you go I'm it I'm the one I'm in I'm in control of me and my inner me my really strong clever one that's inside yeah does that answer your question <laughs> was I rambling it's- it does, but it's good because it's like a six or seven in one question, right? And it gives us all kinds of ideas about, and what I'm getting from all this is how it helps to be organized, even something as simple as writing the few things on the post-it notes and of maybe saying, okay, uh, I can look at my schedule for tomorrow and I can see all these things and yep. I'll choose to not get stressed out about it because I don't need to even worry about that whole list of meetings mm-hmm. tomorrow, but I can look at that long list saying, maybe I should maybe go to bed a little earlier tonight or take it easy tonight. That way I can start tomorrow rested, but not allow tomorrow to stress me out. And from a lot of what you've been talking about today, it's really reinforcing for me just how important it is to consciously add the positivity because even though it, it is cheesy, right? It is, it is corny, but if it works for you, then what does it matter? And like you said a little bit in there is maybe acknowledge the cheesiness, corniness and laugh at yourself because that makes it even, that makes it fun, right? Instead of some serious yes. thing that, that you're doing. And if you don't make these efforts, then the negativity, the self-talk, it'll just creep on in because that's just, there's so much noise and so much garbage and clutter in the world that we need to maybe remember some of these rules. And so with all of the, like the tricks and the methods and the hacks that you've come across as far as sleep, is there anything that surprised you? Because there's things that when you explain them, it's like, oh, that that makes sense. But has anything come across your your vision as far as enhancing sleep or making sleep better that you're like, whoa, I hadn't, that surprised me, that like fact or thing you learned about sleep? I think the facts of the blue light that were also sitting in front of all day, every day, the blue light from the TV, that was a really interesting thing to me. It was interesting during the pandemic, the amount of necessity that people had that were locked in their bubble at home it's the same the same bubble as not as the outside bubble you can duplicate that and say these people were really struggling like we all did to get used to not having these other and we had to put habits into place and we had to actually create a whole new us to be able to survive at home and then we didn't weren't doing the exercise because we, we couldn't go out. So we had to implement different things in the house and become endurable. And, and I don't think it was being, besides the pandemic was a bad thing for the world. I don't think it was a bad thing for humankind to actually get back and learn about themselves a little. I, st- I, studied, I studied a fair bit about somnias, like the insomnia, the insomniac, the sleepwalking is the somnia. There was some very interesting articles and it's a new one that they can't actually study and it's played a big place in the courts with, this might be a bit deep for this, but there was one called sex somnia and I'd never heard of that before. And it's it was a, people were waking up in the morning and they'd had a, a sexual act with someone in the room, whether it was their partner or not, and couldn't remember that they'd done it. So the depth of the thinking with that became quite large and it's been seen in the courts in the adverse effects but the somnias that we talk about is what happens to your mind when this happens why why does this happen it was this person really tired and something triggered that what 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 triggers these what triggers in our mind 
what we've put in during the day? Is it, it the psychological effects of you, you talk about your caffeines and your sugars and your sweet things before you go to bed? If you can possibly sit down for 10 minutes in a quiet room and, and read a, a novel of some sort that doesn't actually, isn't actually a learning novel. It can be a learning novel. It can be a health and well-being. It can be a raunchy one. It can be whatever you want. But to actually step away from the norm of, of being like checking your phone every day I get a shock to be honest at the end of the day when apple sends me through how long i've spent on my phone each day and i go oh, i didn't talk on the phone but i've checked it i've looked at it we're doing this unconsciously it's got this control over us so if we can sort of switch down turn down smell the roses a bit maybe is a good thing snoring is a massive thing that we had issues with in in the store people were traumatized by their partner, whether it was a male or a female or their dad or their mum snoring like a water buffalo and they can't sleep and they're snorting and carrying on. And we implemented a lot of um, different tools and at the same time had to be very mindful that people don't like to be recorded when they're snoring because they become embarrassed. That's not me that made that awful noise and the kids are laughing at you and everything. But it was, it's a lot of the medical process that goes into pe why people snore. And when you fall asleep, of course, your body relaxes and your, your, your jaw drops, creates this blockage in your throat, whereas all your muscles in your throat, and of course, you're gurgling and gargling there. A lot of people that snore, were, we helped them with diets and exercise because you would find they could be overweight is it, it got a big factor with it, overweight, blood pressure, that type of thing. I think all sorts of things in life, Robert, to be the best you can be and then work on that will create these other, you can pick up these other little things. Well, maybe I can sleep better. Maybe I don't go to the gym at nine o'clock at night because of my metabolism is racing. And of course, I can't sleep after that. Go at seven come home, have a meal, sit down, relax, or do some work, do whatever. But people just, from my response with folk, I can give them a pillow that's got a big wedge in it that's on an angle. I can give them one that, that they can have a side sleeper that tucks into their neck and keeps their head straight. And that certainly helps keep this thorax nice and open. But at the end of the day, they'll just roll onto their back and start snoring again. So if we can help people understand and realize that they're that they have a problem that's I think that's the first thing understand you've got a problem and understand there's so many things that can help simple easy very cost effective I was in the chemist the other day and there's this little thing and I picked up the brochure and it's a snore thing and it just tucks in your nose and it opens your opens your nostrils and I'm going well, that'd work that'd work yeah. and most of us snore from the back of our throat so if we're not getting the air through then that'd work for some doesn't work for everybody but it might work for some but yeah somnias the snoring the health the weight the yeah it's a very big basket of things to deal with life a good night's sleep will make a massive difference i like your thought process and even in in that list or some of those things you mentioned it makes a lot of sense that there's not a one size fits all solution. If someone comes into the sleep store, it, the pillow could help. The pillow could be 10% of the solution, but it's not necessarily the cause of it. And you bring to light how it's so easy to just make up your mind and say, the reason why I'm not good at playing basketball is because 
I don't have the right shoes to play basketball. Or the reason why I get so many speeding tickets is because I don't look at the car I drive, but it's easy just to get <laughs> fixated and say, it must be the pillow. That must be the reason when it's a good thing to try or a good thing to rule out. But as you said, there's the basket. There's all the possible things that could maybe improve the situation slightly, improve your diet slightly, improve your exercise slightly, get to bed at a better time, make these small tweaks throughout your day and say, if going to the gym at 9 p.m. did not make sense, maybe at 7 p.m. makes more sense. And so it seems these small, tiny tweaks are doable, especially if we can find a way to make it fun, enjoy the process. And even as you're talking about some of these fun stories and some of these fun solutions, it's not, it's scientific in terms of you measure it and you can make decisions based on data, but it's not academic. It's not dry. We can have our science, but we can also have our fun in solving these problems. That's right. If you're, are you a morning person or a night person? You know, people often say, oh, I can't get up in the morning. I'm a night person. I like to stay up late. How about we just tweak that a little bit and reverse that a bit so that, you know, you're not going to bed at two or three in the morning and then you can't get up at 5.30 when you need to get up and go to work. You're tired, you've got brain fog, you're fatigued, you can't think, your boss is growling at you because you didn't get anything finished. The corporations, there was a, a big study I saw by some big corporations that were wanting to increase their, obviously, their profits. And what could they do? They had great teams, but the teams weren't, the teams were on top of everything, but they weren't excited and they weren't firing on all. They, they'd lost their love. And had they lost their love because the job had changed? No. It's that they were, it's like a boredom of life. You get into that <laughs> You get into that routine of going to bed that bit later, you become comfortable with where you work, you get to work the next day. And a lot of corporations were actually turning around and sending people to sleep school and showing because there's billions of dollars lost. There was a, a, a research done in the US about the billions that are lost for people that are suffering from not sleeping properly, their work abilities are, are diminished, their fatigue, they're sleeping around the corner, you're having a, an, a daytime snooze and trying to eat, they eat a lot of people think that I'm tired, so I need to eat a lot of sugars to get some carbs into me so I can get that energy back. But all that does is just dodge you down. It might give you a blast for a little while but it just dodges you down. So a lot of the big corporations are actually sort of getting on this, hey, this, rather than a boot camp, a fitness boot camp, they're going to sleep camp. So they're learning how to actually implement those simple things that I said, write a list and get the stuff out of your head before you go to bed and then get up the next morning refreshed. It's, it's no use worrying when you're asleep. Nothing, nothing, nothing's going to change. Yeah. So and, and, interesting. And the way you describe that, it can be a downward spiral, right? If you're not getting good enough sleep, and then that means you're not making the good food choices and you're getting even worse sleep, and then you're, you're falling behind at work and now you're stressed. So now you're stressed and you can't sleep and you are not eating properly and it's all making all of it worse. So why, why do that to yourself? And, and you end up having a heart attack and you're miserable. I know, it's so simple. And I think, like I said, if we can talk to our inner conscious, our subconscious, and get it on track. And that's where you find a happy life because you start to think, it's like the days that you think, oh, I think I'll go for a walk today. And you don't. And you go, oh, I wish I had done that. And the next day it comes, I'm going to walk tomorrow. And it's not until you do it, you think, wow, that was so simple and so easy to do. I just walked around the block 
and I'm feeling great. Good job, Mandy. It's, yes, little tiny steps, little tiny things make such a difference. And certainly a good mattress and a good pillow work. And But which is the right one for you? you go into the store and you've got, you're a big bloke and she's a little girl or vice versa. Who sleeps on what side? What happens to the springs? And it's a hard decision. You need to change your mattress every seven years, but they've got a 10-year warranty. So why would I change my mattress in seven years when it says I've got a 10-year warranty? There's a psychological thing that goes with all of that as well. You just should do it and your pillows and then the bed bugs and vacuum your bed and all of those type of things and have a beautiful clean bedroom with nice curtains and nice light fittings and yeah yeah I'm all about it I'm all about it Robert <laughs> so it is easy to pile up so many little tiny reasons why I can't do something or it's easy to think of all these possible things that could go wrong, could get big bed bugs, something else, but it's also easy to just be more positive about it. And I think the phrase is something like, there are many things that are easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. It's easy to take that walk around the block, but it's also easy to let it slide. And next thing you know, you've gone day after day without doing it. And if you're thinking about it, then that's good. That means that it's time for a change. It's time for a wake-up call. You're aware, and maybe the timing is finally right to make a change. So if someone out there in podcast land is listening or watching our conversation, and they say, so much of this makes sense, and and they like that you've given them some of these habits they can build up to because it's like easy come, easy go, right? If you take a pill, do a quick fix, it's easy for it to fall back. But if you figure out these better routines, yeah. these better habits, then that is something that lasts. So if someone wants their these new sleep habits to last, then how do they reach out to you? And what's the offer? And what can you provide to help us with this sleep? I've, after all of this sort of put together, I thought I need to help everybody. And now our world has come so so small I can reach I've actually put a webinar together and it's called amazing secrets of a good night's sleep and so there's a, a five-step pattern it's a free webinar it's on my it's on my website it's mandygarra.com pretty simple and easy to listen to hear and through that what we need to do first is work out this will only work for people that recognize that they have a problem. And what you just said before was a great analogy of that. It's the recognition that a bit like someone that's very overweight, if they don't recognize that they need to lose weight, then they'll never do it. It's like the same with the sleep. If you don't recognize that I have a problem, I have my, my friends are saying, hey, you're grumpy today. Why are you grumpy? Didn't you sleep last night? And all these type of things. It's a really simple thing. And I've put together a, a five-step product. It's a, a free webinar and I'm really happy to help. We've got included in that is, is how to make a beautiful bedroom. What to say when you go into a bedding store, those things that you walk in and you go, I'm here for a new bed. So it's up to the, the salesperson to sell it to you. There's a lot of tips. Are you a tummy sleeper, a side sleeper? Do you go to bed earlier than your wife? Do you wake up? All of these type of things are included in my little webinars. So if anybody would like to come and see my webinar, I'm more than happy. I've got a couple of really cool free gifts to give you as well. And right down to some skincare tips so that you can wake up looking amazing in the morning as well as have the good night's sleep. And again, there's the next result. If you wake up looking good in the morning, you go, because you did it the night before, great job, great job. I'm glad I did that. So simple. And yeah, so 
hopefully we can help lots of people around the world. I know there's many sufferers from not sleeping. I've got simple, easy tips and yeah, love to, love to help people. Fabulous. So the website is mandygarrard.com. That is M-A-N-D-Y-G-A-R-A-R-D.com. And even if you're driving in the car, you're listening, pull a car over and write down that web address. That way you make sure that you go there because you owe it to yourself. You need to do some of this research and watch these webinars so that way you know what you need to get dialed in as far as your sleep. You know what you should know when you're going into that mattress store. Uh, that way you can be somewhat prepared and know what sorts of questions that they ask you. And you know what, Mandy, uh, the, a good repeat piece of advice you've uh, dished out in our session today is this idea of being proud of yourself and you do the patting on the back of the things that you've accomplished. And that right there, whenever I'm feeling just like the day is moving like mud and I'm not very productive and I just beat myself up and I unknowingly do all this negative self-talk that you're talking about. I go to my wife and she says, look at the list of things that you did accomplish today. And when I go and look at it, it is a big long list. So it's like, I forget it all the time. And the reminder is always the same. And then I go in and look at what I did and what I accomplished. And I think that's a good reminder for all of us out there. Just look at what you accomplished today and this week. And even if it was only a handful of things, it's more than zero. And it's more than many people accomplish in a day. Absolutely. Beautifully said, Robert. That is absolutely. And good job. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> there you go. And, and good job to you too. And good job for whoever's listening to the podcast episode. Just good jobs all around, positivity all around. And to continue with that positivity and get that sleep advice and keep the party going, you need to continue to go to mandygarrard.com, M-A-N-D-Y-G, ARARD.com. And anything as far as final thoughts, any kind of parting advice here, Mandy, as we wrap up our conversation? I want you all just to sit down for five minutes, close your eyes, not if you're driving, please, close your eyes and just, just take a deep breath in and think of a really special place in, in your own personal self. Think of that, take a deep breath in. And when you find that nice place, that's where you'll be able to go when you go to sleep. It's a lovely, it's lovely. 